When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to episode 331. I don't know why I like to say 331 instead of 331. It just amuses me to say 331. Anyway, welcome to our podcast, She Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jessica Kupferman, and with me as always, the beautiful and grateful um, Elsie Escobar. I am. As well as our our producer, um, You always what? you always pause when you have to describe me. It's like I have to think of a good adjective. Yeah, yeah. With Elsie, it's the beautiful, the graceful. That then you go and to our producer. Well, because her shirt says grateful, she made it easy oh, for me. Okay. Yeah. And also, whereas whereas I'm running out of adjectives to describe you, sassy, sassy. We use that one today. The sassy John Jamingo. And how are you guys doing today? How's everybody? Good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm. Uh, what, what's been going on? Oh. Rand's going to go on an adventure. He has a work thing. I forgot to ask him. It's in the same venue that, see, we're so detached from this crap. Like, I know that you pr- you probably would talk with Scott about all the things they're doing, right? With your family, like where they're, fl- like, whatever. If, t- if, if Scott was going somewhere, you'd know where he was going and why. Usually, Whereas with yes, Rand, he's told me, hi, mom, my mom. Hi, mom. Um, Hi, mom. Oh, my God. I've never needed a mom more in my life. I, I know. I know. My mom. My mom. Yes, my mom. So so with my with Ran, like, he'll tell me all the things because he's really good. He's like, this is when I'm leaving. This is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. Very good. I'm like, okay, great. Straight out of my head. Don't know what's happening. I know he's leaving on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You don't know <laughs> where and why? I had to ask him again where it was because i was like i have to know at least where he's going he's going to indiana Mm -hmm. but i don't know why you don't know why no because he he told me i just never wrote it down i didn't remember i don't remember okay so i'm just saying he's off doesn't i mean do you not talk about i mean it's for work right is it for his work yeah it's for work but it's like Okay, it's for work. Okay. I have no desire. I mean, <laughs> yes. once he tells me, I go, oh, yeah, that's right. And then I'll remember, right? Then I'll go, oh, yeah. But he will told you? Me about this. Are you going to forget until he tells you again tomorrow? He's pro- I'm probably going to forget. Is it partly because you're not listening when he talks? Yeah. In the first place? Yes. My brain only can hold on to the immediate thing that is of importance to me in that moment and that I need to know. So if like somebody called me and deliver and was and was saying I need to schedule an appointment for Randy on Friday, September blah 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 and the only you know and I and he has to show up or whatever. And and I'd be like oh, holy crap. I need to I need to be able to tell them that he's not in town because he's doing this here for the blah blah. Like that's immediate information that I need to know. 
But okay. other than that, I know he'll be back on Sunday. So okay, I see now. That's good. But, but do your daughters know? Yeah, they they're the ones that I that I ask. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, he is important. He is important. Believe I never me, he's important. That. What would I happen if just, you asked if you asked him? Would he be mad? Of course, because um, it's coming up. It's sort of like if he mm-hmm. asked me, "Where is it that you're going in Arizona? Why are you leaving again?" Yeah, that would piss like, me off, dude. Come on now. But this shouldn't piss you off because his work is forgettable. No, no, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't think of a good word to describe it. No, I know. Sorry. I it's it's. I get it. I understand. I just have a hard time like putting that in a bucket, you know, and, and being able to remember all the And mind you, you were talking about, you know, earlier when we were talking, getting ready for She Podcast Live, that you were feeling like if there's anything else that's added to the equation, it's just going to go all to crap, right? It's just, it's too much. It's like, it's, it, no. And I feel that there comes a time when that is true with our brains and what we're getting ready for. Where if anybody comes to me now with anything extra, even as simple as, would you like to be on my podcast? Or yeah. can we, can I talk with you about and wants to have a meeting with me about something that I care about, but I know it's going to take up a lot of investment in my time and attention. I can't. Like it's, I told you that, you know, a couple of weeks ago where I was like, I can't, there's no, I'm not. I'm done. I'm done until after October. Yeah. Cannot add one more thing to my brain. So. Yeah. I'm adding all kinds of things to my brain, but my brain is not happy about it at all. Right. Like I'm currently like trying to figure out, I don't know. I think I'm, I also think that I'm busying myself with things that I don't, like there are certain things that I sort of have no business looking at. For example, the news. Right. Like, oh, I don't need right. to look at the news right now and busy myself with making sure XYZ is happening. There's just yes. no need for that for any reason. But I'm not doing that. It's just an example. So, like, another example is like the room block at the hotel. Yes. Like, it's not my job, nor do I need to busy myself worrying about who has a room and who doesn't have a room, who's listed. Some people may have a room, but not be in the room block, but I still want credit for those oh. rooms. So like, you know, because it helps, you know, it helps goes towards our bottom line. So right. I need to know who has a room but isn't on the thing. And anyway, long story short, I keep doing this to my brain. But it's like sometimes it's just me sitting here. Sometimes it's like middle of the night shit where I'm just oh. like, wait, I shouldn't be thinking about – why am I thinking about this? is not This is none of my business. I don't know why I'm here. I got to get out of here. <laughs> You know? I gotta get out of here. Yeah, I gotta yeah, get I, out of here. I think that that's like the the key thing. That actually transitions us here to like a good segue of like a couple of follow ups from the last episode about the pajamas. Okay, so before yeah. I get to my pajamas, I want to follow up on a segment because we did talk about this in the show and it started in this fashion. I'm not sure if you want to comment on it, but I was I it just came the idea came to me because of my antisocial desire. So we were talking about the tweet 100 thing, which is the tweet 100 is like you tweet 100 days in a row. And that's like it gives you, you know, whatever. For whatever reason, that's a thing. And everybody's doing it and blah, blah. Right. So I have another idea, though. 
It's kind of like the tweet 100, but it's like the tweet minus 100. So Mm -hmm. I thought, what if I don't tweet for 100 days prior to my birthday? So I counted all the way back. And that would mean October 30th, I won't tweet until my 50th birthday. And I felt like, ooh, that's neat. I kind of like that. I think that that would be great. I don't know if you can do it. Can you do that? Well, see, that's the thing. So if I say, interestingly enough, that you said, I don't think you can do it for some not doing something. But if I said tweet 100, it's people are like, yes, I can do it. Like you have to work twice as hard. You have to work just as hard to not do something than to do something. Mm-hmm. It's the same. I'll give you that. Because you're doing the thing, which is not tweeting. So anyway, so October 30th is would be the beginning of 100 days until I turn 50. So I thought wow, that seems that like true? an interesting thing. Yeah. Did you look that up? Yes, I did because I was like, you what's did? 100 days? Because I, I was thinking like tweet 100. That's like tweeting 100. I felt like I had to push through and say things that I didn't want to. And oh my God, I have to tweet. But what if I just didn't? Right. What if I just didn't, what if I, I did the thing that I'm complaining about? What would mm-hmm. that feel like? And so I thought that kind of feels good. I'm still thinking about it. Okay. You know, I'm still, so that's a, a little bit of a follow-up. And the other follow-up is I did find a pajama set that is perfect. <laughs> and on. of course. Who found just, it? Huh? You did. Found, I'm, tell, I'm giving you credit here. I'm giving you credit. <laughs> Because Jessica, at the, I think it was that same day, I believe. No, it was a couple days later. I was thinking about it for a while. She sent me like three separate links. And I think it was the first, I think it was the first thing that you sent over where I looked at it and I immediately said, yeah, like everything was like, yes, that's it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That is it. And therefore, I bought the pajama set. I looked at it again, and it was absolutely everything that I could have possibly wanted from pajamas. They mm-hmm. completely were everything that ne- that they needed to be for this event. Mind you, I'm not sure I would have bought these pajamas for... I wouldn't have bought these pajamas if I wasn't going to have to be at a party. Fair enough. With these pajamas. Okay. I mean, and that's okay, but right. once Absolutely. you, yeah. but like, and they're certainly not pajamas for like every day, but first of all, these are very fancy pajamas. They're from anthropology. Yes, they're fancy. And so they're, they're a bit fancier than your average pajam, yes. but it will, I think, give you a taste of what it's like to just, I mean, you know, like after the party, maybe sleep in them and see if you like, you know, feeling pretty in your pajamas. Like it's- no. All we, all I was trying to say last time is that it's a nice, it's a nice feeling to go to sleep in something that you feel kind of pretty in, and you don't, it doesn't have to be sweats. I mean, I, I didn't learn this like, you know, like Holly. It was actually my style. Is Holly was like, why would your husband want to see you in this? Basically, was what she said. Yeah. Well, this is what my mother, who is here right now, Hi, this mommy. is what my mother has been trying to force into my brain since I was. I don't know how old mom was the first time she talked about fancy pajamas. And it's because also my grandmother was the queen of the fancy pajamas. And as as was my mom. 
she they fit they've been fit mind you you know it's not the same anymore i mean right so naturally you rebelled but, so <laughs> your mom and yes. your grandmother did it naturally after that it just wasn't the right thing to do so you rebelled. yes it makes sense absolutely forever see look my mom tells me forever she's like this is the beautiful pajamas and she made the same argument that holly was saying to you your husband and i'm like <sighs> it's not even about them so much as it is just like I don't know. I've I've come to see it as a first of all, I've only been doing it one year. So I just want to preface by saying that like up until last winter, yeah. I was wearing yoga pants and some kind of t-shirt, short sleeve, long sleeve, mostly podcasting. So Holly, our stylist, said, by the way, podcasting t-shirt is not a category of clothing. That's a bummer, because it is for me. Sorry, Holly. I go, this is a drawer for my podcasting t-shirt. She was like, wait, no, wait, no. <laughs> You can't just have a section of your clothes that's just pot. No, no. You don't need all of them. You can't keep all of them. Get rid of these. And I mean, because they were really just pajamas. So I so I went on Macy's, you know, it was around Black Friday and I bought like one pair of like long sleeve, nice pajamas. And they're like, you know, it's like a long sleeve blue t-shirt. Still t still the same yeah, yeah. shit. It's just prettier. Yeah. Then I bought another pair. And then they were on sale. So I bought another pair. And then, you know, and ever since then, and then summer came and I was like, you know, Kohl's has nice ones. And where else? And Target has nice ones. And they're very, very soft. So I was like, I mean, this isn't that hard to just right. not have 20 pairs of yoga pants and to, and to have five pairs of nice pajamas. So I'm new to it as well. But I will say that it does make a difference in how you feel when you're going to bed. I did buy a set of pajamas that I really do love. That mm -hmm. I got this year. And they're actual pajamas. They are very basic. Like little, you know, tank toppy thingy. And mm -hmm. little shorts with pockets. But the material is so soft. And they feel nice. so nice. The only thing I would change about them is that they're black. I would have preferred them in a different color. They did not have a different color. So I have to wear them. But the feeling supersedes anything else. And they are proper pajamas. And I adore and love them. So, And they have this tiny little cute little see-through thingy up here in the V. Mm, which makes it sounds nice. nice. Right? And they're very great. Like if somebody happened to arrive at my home and find me wearing these pajamas, they would not be scary for somebody to see. And they would also not be like, oh my God, put some clothes on. Right. It's not that. Right. It's they're nice. So, um, <laughs> yay. <laughs> Help my eyes. <laughs> you make it sound like you're, <laughs> oh God, I need a, do you have an eye wash perhaps? <laughs> My eyes. My eyes are burning. <laughs> yeah. So in that respect. So now we have pajamas. I have appropriate pajamas. Y'all are going to have to um, pay attention to our... our I'm not going to share them, right? We have to keep them under... I mean... Like, we are not sharing them because then it does not a surprise. I mean, you can. No, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't matter. Maybe we'll share them on social. When? I don't know. I like the idea before of sharing the pajama before... Parties? Oh my gosh. So I had no, another right. idea. I guess you're right. Social media team, I'm calling you out right now. Uh oh. Okay. So don't call them I out. I had yet another calling you in. How about instead of yeah, out, right. calling oh, you I'm in? Into that. All right, I'm into that. So what I want to do is one thing that cracks me up and also disturbs me, but I'm going to turn it into a positive. When I'm reading like Facebook, the, the feeds, usually when they're covering some kind of event, 
usually they have the craziest headlines like who's they who's they like they magazines online website stuff anybody right Mm -hmm. angelina jolie stuns in black plunging neckline as she walks down the street to shop for whatever right and the way that they construct these headlines they really do fluff it up don't they are like insane or like yeah Charlize Theron, as she heads for the market, is brilliant in her khaki pants and T-shirt ensemble. You know, and you're like, oh, my God. And that's a whole thing, right? Yeah. So I want to do that for us. And I want to have those types of headlines on social. So I want to have like a picture of and then have our name, like the full names of some of the attendees and say like so-and-so. Is brilliant in their outfit with the block because it's like that's what calls attention. Don't you think that would be really great to make it seem as if it's and also to call out the designers because I like I did buy a dress and I think that you're gonna like it. It's very beautiful. I think it's gorgeous. I think it's Mm -hmm. gorgeous. And so I know who the designer is of this dress and or like the website, not the designer, the website and where it's from. I also have a t-shirt that I know that when I'm gonna wear it and I like the t-shirt and where it's from. So I kind of wanna go like make it headline news that we're wearing these things and Mm And make it fancy, like as if somebody's covering us and everybody needs to know what we're wearing. Thoughts? You don't seem very excited by this at all. You're like, no, thanks a lot. Hmm. Well, I mean. I've been taking screenshots of these, of the headlines, because I'm really, I'm laughing at the headlines because who cares? I also have noticed that headlines of what people are wearing, like as news is the stupidest thing I've ever read. It right? is literally the stupidest thing. Yeah. Totally. It, it's like, yeah, stuns in gold necklace from Tiffany or. As she goes walking down the street with children. I mean, and imagine the lack, not lack of creativity, but imagine the stretch of creativity as they have to be like. Jennifer Love Hewitt shops in style with cute purse from Gucci. Like, and that's the headline. That's the fucking news that she's carrying a Gucci purse. Like, it's so boring. I got it right here. This is one. Vanessa Hudgens looks incredible in black one piece bathing suit. So I kind of want to do stuff like that for us where it's like. But you also hate it. You just said. That's what I'm saying. I hate it, but I want it to turn like. Who says that she needs the coverage? Who? Vanessa, they could cover us. <laughs> what noise was that you just made? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I mean, is it fashion? It's not even fashion coverage. It's like it's like TMZ. It's like celebrity coverage, right? Yes, and so we have to, and so you act and you have other people behave as if this is actually a thing. Because what happens is people read those le- headlines and they're like, who is this Vanessa Hudgens person? No, they're or, not. Who is First this? First of all, stop yourself right there. The people who read those headlines know exactly who Hudgens is. Oh, okay. That's ridiculous. I Do you not know who she is? I think that she's, she does stuff on, um, she did um, um, something for Disney. Yes. Right? Okay. All right. High School Musical. 
Okay, sorry. I haven't watched High School Musical. I haven't either, but I know who this dumb bitch is. <laughs> she's not a dumb bitch. She is. Come First of on. all, she is. She's also the person that was like, that did a TikTok when the pandemic first started that was like, I mean, I respect the pandemic, but like, aren't people just going to die anyway? Hey, listen, we cannot. It was like the dumbest dumb bitch thing somebody yes, could say. Yes, but listen, we've all said that in real life. And it kind of disappears into the ether. Am said I right? What in real? Like, life? I never said like, okay, we should just let things. these people die anyway. We've always done said dumb things in our life. All right, I'll give where you that. they just disappear, and then somebody kind of looks at you and goes, "Oh my god!" And they just keep on talking, and it's gone. It's oh, it's over. Whereas with the internet, this poor chick. I mean, I'm not again. I'm not defending her. All I'm saying is that you have to be so guarded that you essentially just go. No comment. No comment. I mean, but she was instead being very privileged about the fact that there was a pandemic and like she respects yes. it. Like uh, who fucking asked yes. her to respect a pandemic? I know, but we're not. This is. Yes, I, I understand how horrifically tone deaf that is. Absolutely. What I'm saying is that there could have been a time where even like without social media, she could have possibly said something like that, like on set. And well, yeah. only the people on set would have known, well, not sure. the entire world. And not everybody's going to be like, how? And then headline after headline after headline after headline. People would have just known, you know, she's a little out of touch. Yes, I'll give you that. That's all I'm For saying. sure. A little out of touch. What about that whole Gal Gadot Imagine All the People video with oh, every celebrity? I never watched it. I kind of hold up by. in their own. Every celebrity hold up in a mansion thinks I, that we should, you know, have world peace. It's like thanks a lot, guys. I I I just let it go by because I I didn't want to watch it. I was just like, what? Anyway, not worth my time. Anyway. anyway. I guess that wasn't a good idea. I've been thinking about it, but you know, I'm not we saying it's not a good, good idea. I'm just saying it's interesting that you hate it and yet you want to do it. Well, because I thought it was funny how we can like turn it around and we can control the narrative and we can pretend we're like superstars. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we have a sponsorship for this week. We do. It's Amazon Music. Amazon Music, believe it or not, has created a space to support podcast creators. They've built a huge community of content innovators. You can be a part of it. Go to podcasters.amazon.com and let's get your story out there. It's very easy. You just submit your RSS feed, the same one that they give you in your podcast host. You grab the feed, you put it in podcasters.amazon.com. And then I have to, I can't say his name now because now I have an A-L-E-X-A right next to me. Okay. So I'll say, and he actually talks like a dude. So I'll say, dude, you can say, okay. dude, play my podcast. Dude, play the latest episode of this podcast. Dude, resume podcast. Dude, fast forward my podcast. So it's pretty neat. So you can just tell all your relatives who don't listen to your show, which let's admit it, it's everyone because none of our relatives ever listen except Elsie's mom. Woo! <laughs> Other than that, just tell them all to go to A-L-E-X-A and, and once you've done this and they can just listen. It's yep. a beautiful thing. So go to podcasters.amazon.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And if you, and they have this, the entire thing, we should put this on the show. I don't think we've ever put this. They have a whole frequently asked questions area for Amazon music and it answers, guess what? It answers all the frequently asked questions what? that ah, I know um, that most podcasters have. So yeah. you, y'all, I'll put a link in the show notes for that, so y'all can 
Beautiful. Check it out. It's and beautiful. now moving on to some news. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. I think this was the most interesting news as of last week is that YouTube um, has launched their first podcast. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I think that this is fabulous. I have not listened to it as of yet. Mm-hmm. And I really dig the fact that they are, uh, they created a YouTube channel for it. Uh, it. The podcast itself is called The Upload, The Rise of the Creator Economy. And mm-hmm. I believe it also has, it, it is, it's got an ending. So it's a five episode series. And um, you can subscribe to it, follow it, essentially in podcast apps, or you can subscribe to it on YouTube. I listened to it. It's a, It's not – I don't think it's up yet because I, all I saw – and I mean, I didn't dig that deep. Right. But all I saw was like sort of a trailer. Yeah, they only have a trailer. It's supposed to be – I think that they said in this article here it's supposed to launch September – I don't even know what date it is. I think it's tomorrow, September – or maybe Wednesday, September 22nd. I may be wrong. I don't know why I have that date in my head. But I do believe they do have a trailer. I'm sure you can do all the things. Yeah, September. Yeah, it says new episodes will be released every Wednesday starting on September 22nd. So we're a little early. By the time you hear this, you will be able to listen to this podcast. And on YouTube, they do what a lot of podcasters do, which is they have a static image with a little like audiogram thingy, you know, the little, that's what the sound is. And you listen to it on YouTube. Excellent. Neat. It is neat. Good job, YouTube, because (laughs) I'm, but I'm, you know, I'm just really interested to see how they're going to market this. I'm interested to see if they do anything different. I'm really curious because they're working in conjunction with a podcasting company that produces content. So they've, they've essentially, out obviously outsource the creation of this podcast. I'm sure that there's a team involved in creating this podcast. They're creating the podcast. They're doing all the things with it. It's really just part of YouTube. But I guess my curiosity is, is part of their job, the podcast creator team, is their job to post it on the YouTube channel? And will they do all the best practices for YouTube or are they thinking in terms of podcasting and are they doing podcast best practices in YouTube? Did that make sense? I mean, what do you think they should do? I mean, they, (laughs) you think they're that different? Let's start there. Uh, Yes, I do think that they're that different because do you want people to subscribe to your YouTube channel and consume your podcast on YouTube? Well, it is on YouTube. I know it's on YouTube. What I'm saying is, <laughs> is it all right for them to consume the podcast on YouTube and just stay in YouTube? Or do they want to have their podcast consumed outside of YouTube inside a podcast app? Because I mean, our podcast is in YouTube. What do we want? Our podcast is not on YouTube because it, it hasn't been... 
It's it's on YouTube right now because John is putting it there, but everything that we do on YouTube is private. It's not on our channel. Got it. But there are lots of podcasters that do do that. You are correct. But what and I'm saying... And I'm assuming they don't give a rat's patoot where you listen as long as you listen. They're just making it available for everyone who wants to listen anywhere. Right? Exactly. And so okay. there are different... But there are different ways in which you can optimize YouTube content mm-hmm. versus just putting it out there. It's sort of like you saying, like, why not put it on Twitter? Let's just have it just go out on Twitter. Like, there are certain best practices to every single everywhere that are optimized for that platform. Like there's certain things like obviously Instagram doesn't have a link, right? You can't just go like, listen to the, listen to the show right here. You have to say something like link in the show notes because I'm, excuse me, link in the profile because that's the only. No, you can, there's show notes on, in YouTube. That's what I'm saying, Jess. But what I'm saying is, do you care that they go to the show notes or do you put your show notes in the YouTube, like all of them, yeah, do you, you care? Put them in there. Okay, well, that's optimizing for YouTube. That's not optimizing for people to go to your website. Well, then you go to your website and optimize it there. Then you go to the other place and you optimize it there, right? You, yeah. But I guess yeah. my question is, oh my god, are you growing? Like, there's there are different tactics for growing a YouTube channel, right? Mm-hmm. Will they do that, or will they? optimize for getting people to subscribe to their show outside of YouTube is what I'm saying. That's like literally. That's literally what you're saying. That's literally what I'm saying. So John actually asked, do you care where your show is consumed? And I think that that's really the key question here. Do you care, Jessica Kupferman? Like, let's say we are doing our thing, right? Because we are. Which we are. (laughs) We are (laughs) broadcasting right now on YouTube too. And let's say we start to put all of that stuff on you know, on our YouTube channel for everybody to consume. Mm-hmm. Do we care that they are consuming on YouTube versus subscribing to our show? So it's going to affect our downloads, meaning mm-hmm. that our downloads are going to grow according to that, but the YouTube channel is going to grow according to that. And do we care? I vote no, we do not. That's what I vote too. I don't think we should care how, when, or why. I mean, I will say that, you know, we're not going to get a lot of stats from YouTube. Well, us specifically. Yes, you you actually can get stats. Other people do. I know. I made a mistake. I know. Other people do get stats. We will not get stats because we don't look at them too much. But I do think that. Oh, right. Yeah. We don't look. You're correct. (laughs) We don't look. But but I do think that it's a smart thing to do. I think it's fine. All right. What What do you think? You think so too, right? Well, that's like it. That's it. I think that that's awesome. I actually just heard an episode of the Buzzcast. What the hell was that? That was my phone. Okay. I I just heard an episode of the Buzzcast where Albin and Kevin and Travis all discussed how they are no longer going to be posting their Buzzcast video to their YouTube channel. Oh, really? They're only going to keep it audio in the feed because of. It's a really intriguing. You y'all have to listen. Just go listen. I'll put a link in the show notes. But essentially, the ROI is not there, and it's actually hurting their YouTube channel. It's actually hurting their YouTube channel Hmm. by posting their stuff on their on their channel because YouTube prioritizes algorithms based on the expectations of the content. That's right. That you want people to come to that 
for. So the reason that Buzzsprout has <laughs> such a wonderful YouTube channel is because they they have X length of videos, highly produced, and they are very specific at answering specific questions. So they're not, there's no dilly-dallying. It's like they don't have like a long, like where our show. They don't have a show like ours that is currently there. That's what Buscast did. And they started to post a show in addition to all of the rest of the content they had on there. And what it ended up doing is that it was actually having folks like unsubscribe from the channel or de-algorithmized. I don't even know if that's a term. Where- de-algorithmized. <laughs> Whoa, woman. Whoa. Hey, that should be a word. Whoa. It should be a word. You're arrested. You've been arrested for that word. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 they had to stop because what ended up is it's hurting the reason why that channel exists, which at the end of it all, the reason that channel exists is to bring more people to host with Buzzsprout. Mm-hmm. So, right? That's the goal here, to be like top of mind for everybody and answering all the questions for podcasters so that they sign up for hosting with them. And if there's anything that's being put on there that is diminishing that goal, then it needs to be removed. And plus, it's harder. It's it's really hard to do video. I mean, mm-hmm, in the way that they were doing it. They really are great at content creation video-wise. They have like B-roll and different I know, camera you're very angles. impressed with their content. You've, yeah. So like they yeah, have all the it. stuff. Like we're just here on StreamYard with like a camera. You're sitting there. I have a light. You have a light. I have a microphone. You have a microphone. Mm-hmm. But that's mm-hmm. that's about the extent. That's pretty much it, right? Yeah. All anyway. Right. Anyway. Well, that was a rabbit hole. That was a rousing Oh, my God. I'm getting warm. I'm wearing long sleeves today because it was very fallish. I'm wearing a outside. sweater. I know. And then I now. Know. It's supposed to be 80 degrees out, though. Is it? Yeah. Maybe it's because we woke up this way and then all of a sudden it's hot and we missed it. All right. Do you want to talk about She Podcast Live and give us an update? Yeah. Okay. So I'd like to talk about the sponsors because I'm pretty excited about what they're going to do. Like Wondery is sponsoring a beautiful lounge in the lobby. We picked out the furniture and it's like very lush and pretty. So we're going to have like a very pretty like stop and rest area, like right outside the main ballroom. So it's beautiful and it's got like, it's like got teal couch with like pink chairs and like, it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. It's like, it's like the, like when I went on the furniture website and I was like, I hope, I hope maybe they would pick that one. They did. They picked that. So, um, That's so amazing. I'm really excited about that. The stage is finally finished. We had an issue where like, so Jack was like, we're doing cactus cutouts on some uh-huh. level. I don't mean for that to sound like a cardboard set. It's not. It, it'll look cool. But like, I couldn't get the arms fat. I was like, that's too fat. That's too skinny. The arm's too skinny. The arm's too fat. Like <laughs> going back and forth about it. It's driving me crazy. But finally, we have the cactus at like a, a decently looking cut out for it. it was like the i was like it's too skinny so then we they made the middle super fat and then with skinny arms and i was like that is also ridiculous no we need like no it's, it's too gonna be extreme. perfectly balanced it's gonna be beautiful purple carpet 
and a, I think a green sofa, and it's going to look amazing. I'm super excited about the stage. Oh, I was supposed to talk about sponsors. Sorry, I got all excited about that. Okay, so yes, yeah, so so Wondery is um, doing this beautiful lounge, and then let me see who else we've got going on here. Um, I'm actually designing the thank you to our sponsors poster right now. So let's see what else we got going on. Holly via Fashion Crimes Podcast is a new sponsor. She'll be sponsoring the tote bags and she is sponsoring our key card. Our hotel key card is going to be Fashion Crimes Podcast. Wow. So that's pretty fun and cool. Um, Libsyn, as you know, is doing our opening welcome party and we were just going over menus. So I think that's going to have some lovely hors d'oeuvres and it's going to be in what's called La Terraza, which is the, it's like a garden portion of the courtyard and it has a tent with lights, which hopefully we'll be able to use and there'll be a DJ. It's going to be really fun. It's all. Is it La, La Terraza or is it La Terraza? T-E-R-R-A-Z-Z-A. And my and my crude American, it's La Terraza. Okay. But I'm sure it's Terraza. <laughs> Terraza. I don't know. I don't know what it is because I'm sure I'm being very crude. But anyway, it's in the La Terraza. <laughs> um, and then... And then we have, actually, I will say this, we have a very, very generous gift for all of our attendees from Sennheiser. Oh and God, actually, that is thanks to Cheryl Holly. So but excited. it is not a cheap gift. It is for every single attendee. And we are kind of peeing our pants about it. I'm not going to lie. We're very excited to have Sennheiser as a sponsor and to have them be so generous with their product as to allow everyone a gift. So... We are very excited about that. Stitcher is doing, we're going to have lots of coffee. So Stitcher's doing a coffee. Heil is sponsoring a coffee break. Um, morning Yoga has now been sponsored for both mornings, or Saturday and Sunday, or Friday and Saturday. I don't remember which one. So Asa, it's not Academy. What's her name? Asa Collective. Collective. Thank you. I'm sorry. Asa Collective is sponsoring one of the yogas, and Triton Digital is sponsoring the other yoga. Oh, my gosh. I know. We're not sure who's teaching yet. So we will leave it. I think, I think someone we know and love will be teaching at least one of them. Yes. And I think someone we know and love might be teaching the other one. So we're very excited about that. We're going to have morning yoga every day. Super so excited. Um, okay. What else we got going on? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I can tell you that like the people who are participating in the bazaar are being very creative with what they bring to giveaway in the tote bag. So we've been very specific in that we want each sponsor to bring something that's nourishing and nice for, you know, for the people who walk through the bazaar. Like, yes, you can talk about what you do and sell your wares, et cetera. But, you know, because it's a conference, we also want you to like have apples or bottled water or maybe a hug. I don't even care. Just something nourishing. Um, and so they're they're doing a very good job of coming up with different stuff. So we're super excited about that. And they're also like going out of their way, at least from what I can tell, to make their booths very pretty. So I'll give you an example. Uh, not an example, but I'll just let you know who some of those booth people are. We've got Squadcast. We have our team, Humble and Hustle, um, Kritzella Herzog and, um, Terry, Tracy DeForge with, um, Produce Your Podcast, Simple Cast, Sure Microphones, Headliner, Evergreen, Blueberry, Buzzsprout, Podetize, Libsyn, of course. And I think that's it for now. I'm going to leave the rest of the things a secret. So. Yes. 
It's a secret. This is great. I'm wondering, like, if we, have a, we, we give have a bunch people- of people in the pipeline too that we ha- I haven't announced yet because they haven't made up their minds. So, oh my god, it's going to be amazing, and I'm bummed that they haven't made up their minds yet. But yeah, so I'm thinking about the hugging. So, oh yeah, sorry, that was a joke. No hugging. No, I know, but what if, like, so okay. Well, let me just say this before you get upset about hugging. We do have like buttons that will indicate to other people whether or not you actually want to hug someone. So I just wanted to let you know that. This is kind of a joke. Obviously, this is kind of a joke, but it's also just thinking about it from the perspective of the world that we live in now. But what if it's like a back hug? Like instead of hugging this way, it sounds like you're getting it up the rear. No, like you hug them like this. If someone came up to you from behind with a back hug, you'd be like, get up off of my stuff. Yeah, but I know that. But they would be like, it would be a, how do you say, a consenting hug. So it would be like, how? yes, you. I want to hug. Yes, you can hug me. Elsie, hug just, from behind. Listen to me. What are you me. saying? It's the whole look. And it, and the person I hugging. I don't want to look. I don't want to hug on. from behind. No one hug me from behind. That's all <laughs> I'll have, say. I have, No one. Let me finish. So it's a consenting hug and it's a special booth. And they're going to be wearing the same outfit that Kim Kardashian wore to the map gala. The <laughs> That's black creepy as shit. And so what then they would saying? like, you're like, yes, you can hug. And then they would be all covered up and they would just hug. And then that they would go away. Like, people tweeted after the, uh, after the Met Gala that she was dressed like their, you know, like last night's nightmare. Like this is my anxiety standing next to me at a party is what people, is what people oh said. It was so I funny. know it was hilarious. I actually, hilarious. I mean, there was like, I mean, that was pretty amazing. But but yes, it was like that. But so that's what they would wear. Every they would be head to toe covered up their face, mm-hmm. and they would just be the the huggers, and they would the just huggers. hug you from the back, and then that way, you know. Anyway, mm-hmm. I just I love it. To, anyway, I think that's a great place for us to. Stop. Bring it to a close. Okay. Sounds good. That is a great place. All right. Well, let's wrap it up then. Thank you, guys. What's all the nopes? Your mom is nope, noping. Nope, nope, noping. <laughs> what is she noping? Oh, the back hug. Thank you, mom. Thank you, mommy. <laughs> I can always count on your mother to be on my side. Thank you. It's like, it's like, else. I don't even want to, you know what? I'm not even going to heckle you about it now. Okay. The back, the scary shadow hug. <laughs> Is what Elsie wants to do. Actually, the safest way to hug someone is to get your face as far over their shoulder as you can. Don't get your face near their face. Hug with your arm out like this. Grab them and go way over their shoulder so your faces don't come near each other. It's actually, it's a very close hug. I will give you that. But it's a germ-free hug, we hope. So anyway, Wearing Kim Kardashian's outfit. Anyway, go no, ahead. No, forget that outfit. Thank you guys so much for listening to She Podcasts. If you want to find us on social, and we hope you do, go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at She Podcasts. And please get your tickets to She Podcasts live at ShePodcasts.com slash live. That's also our website, ShePodcasts.com. If you would like to talk to us or tell us anything about this episode or anything in general, just email us, feedback at She Podcasts. All right, maybe not everything. Feedback at ShePodcasts.com. Thank you so much for listening to today. We love that you were here with us live and we love you who are listening at home. We love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye. Here we are face to face. <laughs> A couple of silver spoons. <laughs> 
Did you know that was that song? I don't know. I think I might have in somewhere in my somewhere uh, way in the back of way that brain. in the back of my brain. Yeah, that was, was like my show. favorite show ever when I moved to this country. That it was so weird that that show trans. How do you say a trans? Sends. Transcended um, culture. Mm-hmm. You know, like is that with Ricky yeah. Schroeder? Yes, and okay. Jason Bateman. Oh, okay. I always get oh, them man, confused. I, I get that confused with the Shrivers. With what show is that? With uh, Tracy Gold and the really Christian guy now. Oh, um, that's Growing Pains. Growing Pains. I get Growing Pains right. and Silver Spoons confused. Yeah, that's are- true. Because they were all at the same, weren't they? They were like at that time slot. It was yeah, like really that different house, was- though. Yeah. Yeah. But like yeah, Rick whatever. was like all the rich, mm-hmm. and um. And the Seavers had that, like, blue – I don't know. They seem on top of each other. I also know – what is it that – you know, I've been thinking a lot about neurodiversity and uh, and the way brains work and all of that stuff. And there's a lot of focus that I've seen and best practices for folks that forget other people's names and folks that don't take the time to to – learn how to pronounce other people's names. Like that's a thing, particularly in um, anybody who is not necessarily has a name that is Tom or Richard or Bob, right? Mm -hmm. Anybody that has a relatively unique, in quotes, air quotes, sounding name that isn't Americanized in some way, people have a hard time pronouncing it. And so I see how disrespectful that is, especially for communities of color, right? So I'm I'm really conscious of trying to make sure that I pronounce people's names all the time and all of that stuff. But I also find that my brain has a really hard time remembering names. Me too. Like just in in total. And there's been many times when I really want to give attribution to somebody but in the moment, and usually it's when I'm talking at a pot, like in a podcast like this, or if I'm recording with somebody or something like that, where I want to give attribution for some, for some article that I've read or a book that I've read or an insight or a quote. And in lieu of giving attribution, I simply say, I read this article, not because I want to be dismissive or don't want to attribute, but it's because it would be, Elsie's going to go search for the thing. And you can't remember the name. And I can't remember the name. And I'm like, what was that thing? Where do I find it? Hold on one second. Let me go see if I can find the name of the thing. And and then it becomes a problem. And yes, I completely understand preparation is very, very important for things like this. But a lot of the time we have a conversation where something comes up and I'm like, let's, oh, that reminds me of that book. Right. I learned this story. Yep. What's Mm -hmm. the name of the book? I don't know. What's the author? I don't know. What was the show you listened to? It was a person. <laughs> you know? So I feel bad. So that's I a just, neurodivergent trait? It's get wor- it gets worse with it's, age, just so you know. It just, well, yeah. I think so that far. there is, there are some people who can't remember things. And I'm one of those people that cannot remember names or do recall like that when it comes, unless I'm, I'm memorizing it and it's moved into some, other than that, it's dismissed. It's dismissed. I understand the concept. I understand the conversation, but I don't understand. I can't, I mean, I cannot recall 
the exact name. Ran and you, for that matter, are totally different. Like, you just said the Seavers and something else, and I'm like, I would have never remembered those people's last name, ever. Because I can see it in my head. Yeah, I, have I can't photographic see. memory. Oh. If I had not ever seen it in my head, I would be just as lost as you. Yeah, but I yeah, can I see it in my head. I can see the people. I can see what they look like. Yes. I can see everything I can, about me it. Me too. But John, I can read the credits, the name. though. Me too. I can no. read the credits. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, I, and I'm head. just with John. Like, I can place, like, the other day. Um, oh, actually, this has to do with our last episode. So for the last episode, I wanted to attribute how I found out about Tweet 100. To Ariel. See, I had to pause there. Right. Because I see, I saw a tweet from her and I wanted to talk about that, a her, but in the moment I could not remember her name. I saw her face. I saw the tweet. I saw how to do it. And then I started to doubt my ability to even say her last name and I didn't want to mess it up. This all happened within seconds. Like, this was all firing in my brain as we were talking about it. And I'm like, I don't want to mispronounce her last name. I don't want to just want to like say Ariel because nobody know everybody else doesn't know who Ariel is. Mm-hmm. And I, I, and so then what I said was, I found this tweet 100 thing and I gave zero like where I found it. Not that anybody would know, but what I'm saying is I, all of that happened in my brain and I felt really bad. And actually I felt really guilty about it. And I realized I do that all the time. I do that all the time. I call it boomer charades. So in other words, I say, (laughs) I start to talk and I got to describe it until someone blurts it out. And I go, that's it. So it's boomer charades. But see what happens is as you get older, then it'll end up it'll end up being Gen X charades and then millennial charades. Yeah, old it's just yeah. old charades. Anyway, should we? Did oh, we're recording? Yeah, we're recording. I was just okay, thinking great. that Let's I might the throw show. this. I might throw this on the back end of the podcast yeah. because this is before. This is the pre-show. 